we we have to eliminate things that are on the task list or deal with them. Plus we have to eliminate things coming in, right? And that means we need to say no when things are requested of us. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Today is going to be all about setting boundaries and learning how to say no, because only when you can learn to say no to other things, will you be able to learn to say yes to yourself? It's basic science, sorry, basic principles right there. You've got to, in order to make time for yourself, in order to put yourself on your to-do list, you have to be learn. You have to get comfortable with being able to say no to other things, other people. Um, I asked earlier in the group. Now I can't find my live, of course, to be able to see comments. But I asked early on um, in the week, who do you struggle with saying no to the most? And the theme or the majority of you answered that you struggle with saying no more to extended family or to people that are outside of your little circle. Like you feel pretty comfortable saying no to your husband and to your kids, but you struggle to say no to other people. And today we're going to just kind of dive into that and find out why do we struggle with saying no and what are the consequences of not being able to set those boundaries, not being able to say no. And then I'm going to share with you some strategies for setting boundaries and saying no. And then I'm also going to share with you a free resource that I have that I think would be helpful to you if you struggle with saying no. (coughs) I think I have allergies. For the past week, all I've been doing is I have like this tickle in my throat that I've taken Robitussin, I've taken cold medicine and nothing is helping. I took allergy medicine and it also didn't help, but that might be the kind of medicine, but that's the only thing I have is this cough, nothing else. All right. So do you find yourself constantly saying yes to others, even when you really don't want to? To carve out time for yourself and to meet your needs, right? Because that's what we're trying to do here is to identify like, yes, you have needs. You've been so busy taking care of everyone else's needs that you've put your own needs on the back burner or in the background. And so now that we are working on intentionally asking ourselves, what do we need? We need to be able to have time to meet those needs. And we've got two choices. It comes down to we can remove some of the current commitments, right? When you look at your schedule and it's like, wow, like there's just so much stuff on it. We can work on eliminating some of those things, eliminating, automating, and delegating some of those things, or we can, or, and we can decline incoming requests for commitment. So people asking us to do things or us volunteering to do things, right? Like anything additional to our calendar or like to our task list, we, we have to eliminate things that are on the task list or deal with them. Plus we have to eliminate 
things coming in, right? And that means we need to say no when things are requested of us because we have limited resources. We have limited time. We have limited energy and limited resources. So we need to be able to learn to protect them. But we also need underlying that is we need to learn that we are worthy of, of protecting them. Like we need to treat our time as, in, as finite because it is. So often when you're saying yes to everything, that underlying belief is that you have all the time in the world. When in reality, we really do not, we don't have all that time, right? Time is finite for us, for our spouses, for our kids. Like time is finite. <coughs> so we really need to switch that and shift that belief and realize and recognize that our time is finite and that it deserves to be protected. So why do we struggle? Why do we struggle with saying no? One is these societal expectations and pressures and pressures to be selfless, right? Like the sacrifice mentality, sacrificing yourself for your family, sacrificing yourself for other people's needs, like sacrificing your own needs, saying no to us so that we can say yes to everyone else. And it is this pressure that comes right. Um, I just told you about the book that we've been reading that we're working on to discuss on May 4th, that forget having it all. Right. It talks a lot about these societal expectations that have been come, come that have been placed on modern mothers that and we have ingrained these beliefs. We've ingrained these expectations so that we ourselves feel guilty when we're not meeting them. And it's all about that sacrifice mentality and being a martyr and being like like a badge of honor to be like busy, to be putting everyone else's needs, to be running your kids around to a million different activities, to making sure that they're wearing the latest clothes, like all of these things that we as a society have perpetuated, have really set us back, have really created a lot of stress and overwhelm in our lives. And so being aware of what these expectations are is going to make a huge difference in being able to challenge them and go against them. There's also that guilt and fear of judgment from others, which I wasn't surprised when I did that poll in the group and it came out that most of us struggle with being able to say no to those, like the extended family, neighbors, friends, like we, we tend to say yes, even when we don't want to say yes, it's because we have this fear of judgment. We want people to like us. That is like a psychologically like innate need. We want that sense of belonging. We want people to like us. And so that is why we tend to say yes, even though we don't want to. Um, and like I mentioned, like it's not even the requests that people ask us. Like, I know I was volunteering all over the town. I was like on boards and I was leaders, like the leader of Girl Scouts and the leader of Friends of the Public. It wasn't even that people, well, people did ask me <laughs> to step up, but like even above and beyond that, like being homeroom mom, like things that you volunteer for because you feel like that's going to make me liked. And even if it's unconsciously, even if it's, I was just having a conversation the other day about that push and pull of um, 
like making cupcakes for your kid's school and you you may struggle with like well my kid's going to benefit from this but yet like which tends to have it's like okay I'll do it I'll do it right even though you are crunched for time again like thinking that you have all this time in the world when really you don't and you've got like this push and pull instead of coming up with a different solution which we'll get to in a minute I'll use that as an example but we kind of have we're, we're split right we're torn between wanting to do it for our kids and then also saying no because we have that we don't have the time right so when we aren't saying no when we're continually saying yes to everything it can lead straight to burnout you may feel resentful like resentment in your relationships, you won't have the time to practice self-care, which is what we talk about a lot in this group, right? You won't have time to pursue your passions. If it's been so long, like if you've been saying yes to so many different things, you probably don't even know what it is that you like anymore or what your passions are, what you value, like those things, because you put them on the back burner, your own needs, they've kind of blurred into the background. And so in order, when you start being able to say no and get more comfortable with that and being able to protect your own time, energy, and resources, you'll have time to explore what that is and you'll start feeling alive again. You'll start feeling like yourself. It's also overcommitment has also been shown, been linked to a whole number of issues, including burnout, sleep problems, diabetes, inflammatory diseases like autoimmune illnesses, cardiovascular diseases. Like this is real stuff, guys. This is stuff that um, can kill you really. So it is, but nobody else is more responsible for your life than you are, which is means it's super important for you to recognize what you can do in order to protect yourself against all of these issues and diseases and illnesses. So how do you say no? What are some strategies that you can use? So it is super important to be self-aware, to increase your self-awareness, identifying like personal values. What do you value? Maybe coming up with like that decision tree, which like to make you, to help you decide what are you going to say yes to? And what are you going to say no to? Actually writing down, what do you value? But you need to make time in order to do that. In order to sit down and like journal and to even think, like I was talking about, you know, not in the middle of the night, like I was doing last night, but actually setting aside time in your day to journal or to just think, to just hear your thoughts and to get in touch with who you are, to challenge yourself, to do things that you're not used to doing, because that's how you're going to get to know yourself better. And then when it comes down to, there's actually like, you know, that saying, like just sleep on it. Like that's a viable thing because you're creating distance between the request and your answer. So actually sleeping on it, like giving, telling that person, like, let me get back to you on that. That way that'll give you time to actually think about, do I want to do this? Maybe weigh it against that decision tree that you created or talk to people or really just journal about it. Like really think if this is something that you can commit to before you actually give that person the answer, it'll give that, it'll allow that person like 
to appreciate you more, like that you're not agreeing to something that you don't really want to do and that you will agree to things that you actually want to do. So telling somebody to sleep on it and creating that distance is one strategy that may be helpful. The second one is to use an empathy sandwich. What this means is you're going to sandwich your decline of the request in between two statements of empathy. And so, for example, somebody may, may like the teacher or home or mom, we need, to up her, we need a mom to make cupcakes for our class party next week. Do you think you can make 24 cupcakes for us? Okay. First of all, you are overcommitted as it is. Using this example, because I know that this is a super common example, and it will kind of derail you when you're up at midnight trying to make these cupcakes, these Pinterest worthy cupcakes. And so here's a, here's a, a way or a recommendation of how to decline this recommendation, like whether sleep on it, right? You can sleep on it. But using the empathy sandwich, empathize. I know it's fun for the kids to have cupcakes for their parties. I remember Lucy saying that for the Halloween party, the cupcake, the class had adorable spider cupcakes. And I know that it is your job to let us other parents in on what's going on for the class. Okay. During that, you created some empathy. You, you acknowledged that they've been working like that. This Homer mom who requested this has been working hard um, at making sure that the class had fun, dot, dot, dot. Then you're going to politely decline. I'm sorry, but you do not have to say I'm sorry, but this is just one way. I'm sorry, but I do not have the time this week to make cupcakes for the class. Clear, direct, and to the point, right? And then you're going to follow that up with another empathy statement. I sure hope that the kids have a fun party and that you are able to find a parent who has the time to make the cupcakes. I know how hard you have been working this year as a homer mom, and I appreciate your dedication. So you've actually come up with a possible solution that you've been able to provide, leaving that person to have a decision to make right? Like you have clearly defined or clearly stated what you cannot do. So you've been able to say no, but then you've also provided a possible solution and you've empathized with her. <coughs> so I did a podcast episode before about this and I did an interview with Candace Smiley and it's called no is a complete sentence. I'll link to that in the comment section, or if you're listening to this via podcast, It'll be in the show notes of today's episode, but I definitely recommend checking that out because that will dive more into using no and knowing that it is a complete sentence. So just to summarize, today we talked about why we struggle with saying no. We talked about the consequences of saying no, and I provided you a few, two strategies the one about to make it easier to say no. So one is the idea of sleeping on it. And the second one is to use the empathy sandwich. I also have a resource that I would love for you to go and download. It's a cheat sheet about getting comfortable with saying no. Um, You'll get ideas and tips for setting your boundaries that will make saying no easier for you. And that's at momswithoutcapes.com backslash say dash no. And I'll throw that link as well in the comments and in the show notes. So check it out. Go download that resource. And if you're really struggling 
with setting boundaries and getting comfortable with saying no, I would love to hop on a call with you and share with you more about the Supermom Detox, which is my personalized coaching program where we dive, do a deeper dive into setting boundaries and it's completely personalized to what you are struggling with. And we cover lots more things too, because it's all about hanging up your Supermom cape. So in that program, we talk a lot about boundaries, but we also talk about self-care and habit building and perfectionism, people-pleasing all of the things that are keeping you stuck in the state of overwhelm. And we're going to work on hanging up that cape so that you can be the calm and present mom that you want to be. So if you're interested in that, momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself, schedule a call with me so that we can talk more about that program and I can see how I can serve you and help you hang up your cape. So that's it for today. I hope that you enjoyed this video or this episode. And if you have any questions about it, definitely let me know, shoot me an email, put it in the comment section if you're watching this in the Facebook group. And if you are not a member of the Facebook group, like you're watching, you're listening to this on the podcast and you want to come become a member or a part of this amazing group of women who are all working on self-care, well, self-discovery, discovering themselves, taking care of themselves and just loving themselves where they are, then come join the Moms Without Capes Facebook group. I hope that you all have a great day and I look forward to seeing you in the group. All right, take care everyone. Today is gonna be all about setting boundaries and learning how to say no because only when you can learn to say no to other things will you be able to learn to say yes to yourself. It's basic science, sorry, basic principles right there. You've got to, in order to make time for yourself, in order to put yourself on your to-do list, you have to be, you have to get comfortable with being able to say no to other things, other people. Um, I asked earlier in the group, now I can't find my live, of course, to be able to see comments, but I asked early on um, in the week, who do you struggle with saying no to the most? And the theme or the majority of you answered that you struggle with saying no more to extended family or to people that are outside of your little circle. Like you feel pretty comfortable saying no to your husband and to your kids, but you struggle to say no to other people. And today we're going to just kind of dive into that and find out why do we struggle with saying no and what are the consequences of not being able to set those boundaries, not being able to say no. And then I'm going to share with you some strategies for setting boundaries and saying no. And then I'm also going to share with you a free resource that I have that I think would be helpful to you if you struggle with saying no. <coughs> I think I have allergies. For the past week, all I've been doing is I have like this tickle in my throat that I've taken Robitussin, I've taken cold medicine and nothing is helping. I took allergy medicine and it also didn't help, but that might be the kind of medicine, but that's the only thing I have is this cough, nothing else. All right. So do you find yourself constantly saying yes to others, even when you really don't want to? To carve out time for yourself and to meet your needs, right? Because that's what we're trying to do here is to identify like, yes, you have needs. You've been so busy taking care of everyone else's needs that you've put your own needs on the back burner. 
entrepreneur in the background. And so now that we are working on intentionally asking ourselves, what do we need? We need to be able to have time to meet those needs. And we've got two choices. It comes down to we can remove some of the current commitments, right? When you look at your schedule and it's like, wow, like there's just so much stuff on it. We can work on eliminating some of those things, eliminating, automating, and delegating some of those things, or we can, or, and we can decline incoming requests for commitment. So people asking us to do things or us volunteering to do things, right? Like anything additional to our calendar or like to our task list, we, we have to eliminate things that are on the task list or deal with them. Plus we have to eliminate things coming in, right? And that means we need to say no when things are requested of us because we have limited resources. We have limited time. We have limited energy and limited resources. So we need to be able to learn to protect them. But we also need underlying that is we need to learn that we are worthy of, of protecting them. Like we need to treat our time as, in, as finite because it is. So often when you're saying yes to everything, that underlying belief is that you have all the time in the world. When in reality, we really do not, we don't have all that time, right? Time is finite for us, for our spouses, for our kids. Like time is finite. <coughs> So we really need to switch that and shift that belief and realize and recognize that our time is finite and that it deserves to be protected. So why do we struggle? Why do we struggle with saying no? One is these societal expectations and pressures and pressures to be selfless, right? Like the sacrifice mentality, sacrificing yourself for your family, sacrificing yourself for other people's needs, like sacrificing your own needs, saying no to us so that we can say yes to everyone else. And it is this pressure that comes right. Um, I just told you about the book that we've been reading that we're working on to discuss on May 4th, that forget having it all. Right? It talks a lot about these societal expectations that have been come, come, that have been placed on modern mothers that and we have ingrained these beliefs. We've ingrained these expectations so that we ourselves feel guilty when we're not meeting them. And it's all about that sacrifice mentality and being a martyr and being like like a badge of honor to be like, busy, to be putting everyone else's needs, to be running your kids around to a million different activities, to making sure that they're wearing the latest clothes, like all of these things that we as a society have perpetuated, have really set us back, have really created a lot of stress and overwhelm in our lives. And so being aware of what these expectations are is going to make a huge difference in being able to challenge them and go against them. There's also that guilt and fear of judgment from others, which I wasn't surprised when I did that poll in the group and it came out that most of us struggle with being able to say no to those, like the extended family, neighbors, friends, like 
we, we tend to say yes, even when we don't want to say yes, it's because we have this fear of judgment. We want people to like us. That is like a psychologically like innate need. We want that sense of belonging. We want people to like us. And so that is why we tend to say yes, even though we don't want to. Um, and like I mentioned, like, it's not even the requests that people ask us. Like, I know I was volunteering all over the town. I was like on boards and I was leaders, like the leader of Girl Scouts and the leader of Friends of the Pool. Like, it wasn't even that people, well, people did ask me <laughs> to step up, but like even above and beyond that, like being homeroom mom, like things that you volunteer for because you feel like that's going to make me liked. And even if it's unconsciously, even if it's, I was just having a conversation the other day about that push and pull of um, like making cupcakes for your kid's school. And you, you may struggle with like, well, my kid's going to benefit from this, but yet like, which tends to have, it's like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Right. Even though you are crunched for time again, like thinking that you have all this time in the world when really you don't. And you've got like this push and pull instead of coming out with a different solution, which we'll get to in a minute, I'll use that as an example, but we kind of have, we're, we're split, right? We're torn between wanting to do it for our kids and then also saying no, because we have that, we don't have the time, right? So when we aren't saying no, when we're continually saying yes to everything, it can lead straight to burnout. You may feel resentful, like resentment in your relationships. You won't have the time to practice self-care, which is what we talk about a lot in this group, right? You won't have time to pursue your passions. If it's been so long, like if you've been saying yes to so many different things, you probably don't even know what it is that you like anymore or what your passions are, what you value, like those things, because you put them on the back burner, your own needs, they've kind of blurred into the background. And so in order, when you start being able to say no and get more comfortable with that and being able to protect your own time, energy, and resources, you'll have time to explore what that is. And you'll start feeling alive again. You'll start feeling like yourself. It's also overcommitment has also been shown, been linked to a whole number of issues, including burnout, sleep problems, diabetes, inflammatory diseases, like autoimmune dis illnesses, cardiovascular diseases. Like this is real stuff, guys. This is stuff that um, can kill you really. So it is, but nobody else is more responsible for your life than you are which is, means it's super important for you to recognize what you can do in order to protect yourself against all of these issues and diseases and illnesses. So how do you say no? What are some strategies that you can use? So it is super important to be self-aware, to increase your self-awareness, identifying like personal values. What do you value? Maybe coming up with like that decision tree, which like to make you, to help you decide what are you going to say yes to? And what are you going to say no to? Actually writing down, what do you value? But you need to make time in order to do that. In order to sit down and like journal and to even think, like I was talking about, you know, 
not in the middle of the night, like I was doing last night, but actually setting aside time in your day to journal or to just think, to just hear your thoughts and to get in touch with who you are, to challenge yourself, to do things that you're not used to doing, because that's how you're going to get to know yourself better. And then when it comes down to, there's actually like, you know, that saying, like just sleep on it. Like that's a viable thing because you're creating distance between the request and your answer. So actually sleeping on it, like giving, telling that person, like, let me get back to you on that. That way that'll give you time to actually think about, do I want to do this? Maybe weigh it against that decision tree that you created or talk to people or really just journal about it. Like really think if this is something that you can commit to before you actually give that person the answer, it'll give that person, it'll allow that person like to appreciate you more, like that you're not agreeing to something that you don't really want to do and that you will agree to things that you actually want to do. So telling somebody to sleep on it and creating that distance is one strategy that may be helpful. The second one is to use an empathy sandwich. What this means is you're going to sandwich your decline of the request in between two statements of empathy. And so, for example, somebody may, may like the teacher or homer mom, we need, to up her, we need a mom to make cupcakes for our class party next week. Do you think you can make 24 cupcakes for us? Okay. First of all, you are overcommitted as it is. Using this example, because I know that this is a super common example, and it will <coughs> kind of derail you when you're up at midnight trying to make these cupcakes, these Pinterest worthy cupcakes. And so here's a, here's a, a way or a recommendation of how to decline this record, like whether sleep on it, right? You can sleep on it. But using the empathy sandwich, empathize. I know it's fun for the kids to have cupcakes for their parties. I remember Lucy saying that for the Halloween party, the cupcake, the class had adorable spider cupcakes. And I know that it is your job to let us other parents in on what's going on for the class. Okay. During that, you created some empathy. You, you acknowledged that they've been working, like that this Homer mom who requested this has been working hard. Um, at making sure that the class had fun, dot, dot, dot. Then you're going to politely decline. I'm sorry, but you do not have to say I'm sorry, but this is just one way. I'm sorry, but I do not have the time this week to make cupcakes for the class. Clear, direct, and to the point, right? And then you're gonna follow that up with another empathy statement. I sure hope that the kids have a fun party and that you are able to find a parent who has the time to make the cupcakes. I know how hard you have been working this year as a homer mom and I appreciate your dedication. So you've actually come up with a possible solution that you've been able to provide, leaving that person to have a decision to make, right? Like you have clearly defined or clearly stated what you cannot do. So you've been able to say no, but then you've also provided a possible solution and you've empathized with her. <coughs> so I did a podcast episode before about this and I did an interview with Candace Smiley and it's called No is a Complete Sentence. I'll link to that in the comment section or if you're listening to this via podcast, 
It'll be in the show notes of today's episode, but I definitely recommend checking that out because that will dive more into using no and knowing that it is a complete sentence. So just to summarize, today we talked about why we struggle with saying no. We talked about the consequences of saying no, and I provided you a few, two strategies the one about to make it easier to say no. So one is the idea of sleeping on it. And the second one is to use the empathy sandwich. I also have a resource that I would love for you to go and download. It's a cheat sheet about getting comfortable with saying no. Um, you'll get ideas and tips for setting your boundaries that will make saying no easier for you. And that's at momswithoutcapes.com backslash say dash no. And I'll throw that link as well in the comments and in the show notes. So check it out, go download that resource. And if you're really struggling with setting boundaries and getting comfortable with saying no, I would love to hop on a call with you and share with you more about the Supermom Detox, which is my personalized coaching program where we dive, do a deeper dive into setting boundaries and it's completely personalized to what you are struggling with. And we cover lots more things too, because it's all about hanging up your Supermom cape. So in that program, we talk a lot about boundaries, but we also talk about self-care and habit building and perfectionism, people-pleasing all of the things that are keeping you stuck in the state of overwhelm. And we're going to work on hanging up that cape so that you can be the calm and present mom that you want to be. So if you're interested in that, momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself, schedule a call with me so that we can talk more about that program and I can see if, how I can serve you and help you hang up your cape. So that's it for today. I hope that you enjoyed this video or this episode. And if you have any questions about it, definitely let me know, shoot me an email, put it in the comment section if you're watching this in the Facebook group. And if you are not a member of the Facebook group, like you're watching, you're listening to this on the podcast and you want to come become a member or a part of this amazing group of women who are all working on self-care, well, self-discovery, discovering themselves, taking care of themselves and just loving themselves where they are, then come join the Moms Without Capes Facebook group. I hope that you all have a great day and I look forward to seeing you in the group. All right, take care everyone. Hey moms, can't catch a good night's sleep these days? I've got you. Sleep matters. And because it does, not getting the quantity or the quality you need can have detrimental effects on your health and well-being. To feel your best and not only to get through the day, but to have an absolutely amazing day, you've got to get the sleep your body and mind needs, which is why I developed Sleep Matters, a course for moms to help you take care of yourself and get the kind of sleep you deserve. In this course, I teach you cognitive and behavioral strategies used in the treatment of insomnia. We work to minimize the sleep worries, Reequate your bed with sleep, set you up with a sound nighttime routine, and establish an environment that is conducive to sleep. Don't waste another night tossing and turning. Enroll in Sleep Matters, self-care for the troubled sleeper. And finally, get your Z's. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. 
And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.